On your PC, iPod or smartphone, this is the girlsplayfooty.com podcast. On the 31st edition of the girlsplayfooty.com podcast, we preview the grand finals of the West Australian Women's Football League and the Black Diamond Australian Football League. I'm Peter Holden and welcome to the 31st edition of the girlsplayfooty.com podcast and as the intro hinted it's a very short sharp and sweet podcast today because we're looking at the WAWFL grand final which is being held uh, on Sunday at Atom Stadium in East Fremantle and the Black Diamond AFL grand final that's for the Newcastle area being held this Saturday over at Newcastle Sports Ground number one. Let's jump into our first interview now the woman that we're chatting to used to be the Melbourne University Muggers president and a forward for them as well. Uh, for work reasons, she moved over to WA during the off-season and now she's a forward star with the Coastal Titans as they take on Swan Districts in the WAWFL Grand Final this weekend. I've got on the line the woman who was born as Lauren Burns, but everyone at Melbourne University knows her as Yoda. Lauren, how are you? <laughs> I haven't heard that for a while, so yeah, good Pete. How are you? I haven't seen you for a long time either. I've been well, but I remember looking during the off-season thinking, that's right, I've got to contact the presidents and let them know that we're now Girls Play Footy Radio and we're coming to do games this year. And then I spotted the name Lauren Burns not there for Melbourne University and you ended up in WA. How did that all come about? <laughs> I got traded over. No, um, it was just a work opportunity. I had, yeah, the opportunity to come and work over here with the Cedar Sports Development Program in partnership with the Fremantle Dockers, and I couldn't let that slip. So I've been living the life in the sunshine for the year. And uh, glorious sunshine compared to Melbourne weather at the moment, where it's been a bit of rain on a Thursday. But um, as we speak to you, you're now playing for the Coastal Titans. Obviously, when you landed in a new state, was it fairly easy to pick a new club? Was there much consideration to go through? Uh, not really. I'd um, heard a lot about the Titans through Brooke White, a member of the Melbourne Uni Muggers there, and also had a bit of contact with Martin Pierman, their, um, their coach, and it kind of seemed a really good transition, a good fit, um, very similar operating team to the Muggers. So, yeah, I just um, turned up to training one day and then all systems go. And then you ended up in the forward line. Not a bad uh, first up effort um, in, in the first time in a away game, kicking four goals. Yeah, look, I'd, I hadn't felt um, in that good condition for a long, long time. And that first game, I just felt um, like I fitted really well into the Titans. They were really supportive of, of bringing me on board. And yeah, I had a pretty handy first game. I was looking forward to a cracker of a season. And before that injury, I, I do wonder, did many on the Titans team know about you and your and your uh, previous footy in Victoria? Were they a bit caught off guard and surprised of, hey, who's this newbie kicking four goals? <laughs> I have no idea, to be honest. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, obviously not um, involved with much of the draft players or anything like that. I, I think I'd heard about more of them than they'd heard about me. So, yeah, a bit of an unknown. And then, of course, unfortunately, uh, a bit similar to last year, the calf gave you a bit of trouble. I never, I'd actually never had a calf injury. Oh, okay. um, and, yeah, until I think it was, it was in the second game, so round two, uh, I just took off for a lead and felt like I'd been shot in the back of the leg and I knew it was not good. I couldn't even walk off the field properly. So, yeah, that was a very, very old woman's injury and a horrible timing, to be honest. And what was the rehab like to try and get back and, and get into the Titans' side in time for finals? It was a long road. I think I ended up being out for about 12 or 13 weeks. Uh, and the initial diagnosis was only four to six weeks. And as I approached that time, I knew 
you know, within myself that wasn't going to happen because it was still very painful and got a second uh, opinion on it and it turned out to be one of the biggest tears I'd ever seen. So I think about six centimetres by three centimetres. So, uh, yeah, I had to sit on the sideline for a very long time. And you were lucky enough to, to make it back in time. Were you a bit uh, nervous having to run out there for the, for the first game after spending so much time on the sidelines? Oh, 100%, yeah. Obviously very um, tentative with, with the running, but I've done a lot of rehab and a lot of running um, <clears throat> to get myself back to, to full fitness. So I, I was confident, but, but nervous being the old duck that I am. Like, that's what they call me now, so... <laughs> And, and no doubt, of course, Yoda as well. Once they've found out the nickname, I won't name the <laughs> source, did. me, but... Um. <laughs> they did find that out, but they, um, yeah, they tried. It never, never stuck as well as it did at the Muggers. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's strange. Now I, now I hear that a year, almost like a year on now, and I hear getting called that by the Melbourne girls, and, uh, yeah, it's quite funny. <laughs> How have you found footy in WA compared to Victoria? Yeah, look, I, I love it. I mean, in personally, it's uh, it's difficult for me because the girls over here are so fast. It's such a quick um, running, you know, running game here, and they're just, uh, especially the Titans girls that I've had the you know the pleasure to be able to play with. They're, they're such elite uh, players in their preparation, their training. They, they take fitness very, very seriously, and I've. Um, yeah, I have to take my hat off to them, and I was blown away by how athletic and and like I said, the running game that they play over here in WA. I've got to be uh, on my toes in the forward line, ready to lead at every every minute. Really, that was the ball just comes in so quickly. Uh, the one thing that we found during the year when we called one game uh, that was back in round two, Melbourne University versus Darabin, is we know Emma Carney's been fairly quick, but that particular game, Kirby Bentley played a one-off appearance at Melbourne Uni, and geez, mm. Kirby Bentley's quicker again. Yeah, like I said, the speed of the game over here is just phenomenal. And, yeah, the girls um, that I train with at the times, it's hard. I don't, I don't even bother trying to keep up with them, but um, I'm just blown away every single match, just seeing them break packs, and next minute they're running into the forward line. You've got to be ready to go. Coming up to uh, finals now, you've got your grand final against Swan Districts. We have to rewind back a couple of weeks. You, you had finished the season undefeated, and then um, a bit of a hiccup in the major semi final. Yeah, definitely. Like going in undefeated into a, into any final series um, comes with a bit of pressure. Um, I don't think I played in this the Swan, against Swans twice. So over the three times that, that we did face them in the season, you know, beating them twice, I don't think they ever had a kind of a full strength team. And then coming up the, against them again, they'll still be missing Kirby Bentley. So the grand final is going to be a, a massive game. Can't wait for it. And uh, interesting to see in the preliminary final a, a hefty win over Peel Thunderbirds. I, I almost feel sorry for Peel. Was like you know it was almost like bottled up anger from the Titans that we're going to take it out on somebody. Look, they they definitely caught the brunt of our um, yeah our enthusiasm after being uh, you know subject to a, a loss the week before. Uh, we were pretty disappointed, uh, and throughout the week we prepared really well for that as a team, and we just came out all guns blazing, and that was that was pretty apparent uh, I think on the day there. Uh, and of course, from that major semi-final, it just adds another chapter, doesn't it, with this grand final to the story of the Titans and Swan Districts rivalry. It's huge. I mean, obviously, only being part of it for a year, and uh, you know, talking to people inside the Titans and outside the Titans, it is such a, a huge rivalry. And um, you know, proud to be a part of it this year, and it's it's a nerve-wracking yet exciting experience. And I hope we can come away with the win for the girls because I just, I think they really um, deserve it. They're Great bunch of um, great bunch of girls. Um, Martine, led by Martine Pym, and she's just been phenomenal. Really good support of me on and off the field. So uh, yeah, I hope, I hope we can get up. 
And how's the side looking heading into the big day? Yeah, fantastic. Like I said, we've got a wake-up call on that semi. I always think it's a, a good sign for us because it gave us a wake-up call. We got to regroup. And now um, having that win over, that huge win over Peel, we've, um, we've got momentum, I feel. I feel um, this week at training even the momentum is, is really on our side. So I hope um, that translates into a win on Sunday. And one last one before we let you go, Lauren. Um, of course, that uh, big game back in June where WA defeated Victoria, former Victorian captain, the WA side, in Juddy, Cara Dunnellan. Uh We have to ask the question, Lauren, whose side were you cheering on that uh, fateful day? <laughs> I was cheering for women's football, Pete, honestly. It was, one of the, it was one of the best games of football, whether I'm talking men's or women's, I've, I've ever seen. It was so good to be to be there and to watch that. Um it was yeah, it was electric, and uh, in in such a huge stadium with with not that many people, there was still such a, a big crowd, and and you know as many people that could get there. It was quite an early game in the afternoon. I uh, got there to support the girls, but um, yeah, I was uh, again lucky to be a part of it. But so happy for the girls that I've met and, and formed relationships and bonds and stuff with here through footy, um, and it was good to see the Victorian girls um, that I've played with before as well. And, and you know, sad to see them lost, but you know that's their first one. So good on the WA girls, I say. Lauren, thank you very much for joining us on the GirlsPlayFooty.com podcast. We wish you all the very best Sunday, 2.30pm, Adams Stadium in East Fremantle as uh, the Titans take on the Swan Districts in the WAWFL Grand Final. Thanks, Pete. Always a pleasure and good luck with everything over there. And I thank Lauren very much for her time. And again, repeating, you can watch the WAWFL Grand Finals. That's the Youth Girls, Reserves and League on the WAWFL website uh, on Sunday from about 11.50am Perth time. So that's almost 2 o'clock in the Eastern States. You'll have the Youth Girls Final first, followed by the Reserves. And then the main one, the League Final between the Coastal Titans and Swan Districts at 2.30 p.m. WA time, 4.30 p.m. in the Eastern States, all at wawfl.com.au. Catch that action. And if you want an appetizer for that, well, then I recommend the Black Diamond AFL. That's footy in the Newcastle area. And I've got on the line Gary Birkinshaw, who, of course, is the footy operations manager out there for the BDAFL Newcastle City versus Warners Bay, the big grand final this Saturday. Gary, thanks for joining us. Good afternoon, Peter. How are you? Uh, I'm feeling fantastic. You're finally at the uh, business end of the year and last night being Wednesday night the 2nd of September you had your best and fairest night which included the first ever women's best and fairest in the Black Diamond AFL. Yeah look a fantastic night over 260 people that were in attendance and yeah the women were there for the first time they certainly made an impression on, on the night and and look their medal, medal count uh, award was very very close so it was, it was a great event. And how ironic with Nelson Bay and Newcastle City to meet in the grand final, those two teams uh, having representatives that tied uh, at the top of the leaderboard. Yeah, look, a very close finish. Uh, Kirsty Ferguson, the captain of Newcastle City, and Lauren Cooper, the, the coach of Nelson Bay, they were toing and froing all night, swapping the lead. And when the final votes were counted, they were actually tied on 20 votes apiece. And look, a fantastic effort by both those ladies. They've had fantastic years, and you know, they were thoroughly uh, deserved winners of that award. And good to see a mix of um, uh, teams across the uh, top 20 or so, including representatives from Warners Bay, Emma Hamilton being the best for them on uh, 16, and uh, Lake Macquarie, Shelley Moyes, uh, polling seven votes for them. Yeah, look, there was there was a good representation, as you mentioned, across all clubs. And at the top of the leaderboard, you also mentioned there that Lisa Steen, she, she's from Nelson Bay, she polled 19 votes, so just one behind the the winner, she came home very strong, and Emma Hamilton, she started really well, and 
Yeah, she had a great year as well. She had a great final series. So, look, good, uh, good to spread of votes across the, across the whole field. And, of course, it leads into uh, the grand final uh, coming up this weekend, um, Saturday afternoon out there at uh, Newcastle Sports Ground 1. And uh, it means that the women are actually going to be the feature match. I believe four matches on the day, they'll be the feature match at 4.15. They certainly will. We've got, uh, starting off with our second division men's match to start with, and then we've got our, our uh, Premier Division match, preliminary final, that's the Black Diamond Cup. And then we're going to finish the, the day with the women's grand final, give them a bit of exposure. So that'll be a twilight fixture commencing at 4 o'clock. So we're expecting a really good crowd. Our, our finals for the women have been really well attended. And I think with, uh, with good weather on Saturday, I reckon a big crowd will be there. And the great thing being with a 4.15 start time is many around the country can't watch because I believe you're streaming the grand final. Yes, as we do with all our grand finals, the women's grand final will be streamed live over the internet. So you can go to our website, www.bdafl.com.au and click on the the appropriate link and you'll be able to watch it from 4.15. So, look, well worth a watch. These are two very, very good sides. And uh, only just four goals separating them last time. It was Nelson Bayer that got the chocolates and went straight through. Yeah, they did look at... It was very windy in the second semi-final and that probably favoured... Nelson Bay more than Newcastle City. They got got the break in the second quarter, but if you have a look at the previous two meetings between these two sides, there was less than a goal in it, so uh, I'm expecting on Saturday, expecting a very, very close encounter. I don't think there be much between these two sides when the final siren sounds. Gary, can we have your tip? Uh, look, I think Nelson Bay have been, have been the best side. They've only been beaten once, but that was by Newcastle City, and even though their coach, Lauren Cooper, who the type of middle, she won't be playing. She... Uh, Tore her uh, ACL snow skiing a week before the final, so she had a knee reconstruction on Monday. So she won't be playing, so she'll be guiding the troops from the bench. But I just think they may just have a little bit too much run and carry for Newcastle City. And but in saying that, uh, Newcastle City win would not surprise either. Well, Gary, thanks very much for joining us on GirlsPlayFooty.com. We wish you all the very best on uh, Saturday as the league runs the women's grand final 4:15 p.m. Yeah, go ahead, Peter. Really appreciate your support. And again, reminding you of that website, bdafl.com.au. Saturday, twilight, 4.15pm, Warners Bay versus Newcastle City in the Black Diamond AFL Grand Final. The first ever one for women. Just before I go, a quick reminder that Girls Play Footy Radio will be doing the preliminary final of the Victorian Women's Football League Premier Division this Sunday afternoon. We're on air at 1.30pm for a 2pm bounce down the game between Diamond Creek and the Melbourne University Muggers. The winner will meet the Darabin Falcons in the following week's grand final. Our address, www.girlsplayfooty.com. That's, you can stream it on your PC from there, or if you'd like to listen via mobile, just download the TuneIn app, which is available for free from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. When you download TuneIn, you just simply search for Girls Play Footy, and you'll be able to hear our call live. Sunday from 1.30pm. I'm Peter Holden. Once again, thank you very much for your company and we'll catch you next week with another GirlsPlayFooty.com podcast.